welcome to this week's episode of the Stir It Up Podcast. It's time to change gears a little bit. It's tech talk time. This week, we're going to discuss the iPad for Everything class with some students who took that and the voiceover class. They're going to tell you about their experiences, what they got out of it, and how it could help anybody else in the future. Then we're going to jump over and chat with trainer matt from ttjtech.net he's gonna tell us about what's coming up next for the school year and we're gonna tell you what's on our ipads we might even throw a mac class into the scenario next year depends on what happens with some stuff we got going on this summer so sit back relax enjoy this great episode coming to you from the pit First, we got Nancy Stevens. She um, had a previous engagement, so she couldn't make the class or the recording, I should say. So she was nice enough to send in a recording of how much she enjoyed the class and what she got out of it. So let's listen to what she has to say, and then we'll jump right into the panel with the other students. This is Nancy from Bend, Oregon. I couldn't join you for Cliff's podcast today. I just wanted to give a shout out to Matt, Cliff, Rita, and Lynn. They were so much fun to work with, great instructors, and we learned a lot over the last couple months. They didn't just stick to the basics of learning our iPads. We learned apps like Clips, Keynote, and Pages. All apps I had never delved into before because I thought they were too hard. You guys made it really fun and accessible to learn. It was also so awesome to have four instructors who were blind who knew their products so well thanks again everybody it was really terrific have a great summer keep learning stop button All right, welcome, everybody. This is the segment of um, we're talking to students today that have been involved in the ttjtech.net and stir it up um, iPad for everything, voiceover, and a couple other classes that we have offered free. These classes are offered from usually mid-September all the way through the middle of May. Now, this year was a little unique because we offered them a little bit longer for a couple of reasons. One, we had more material we had to cover, and two, we had this COVID-19 thing, COVID-19 thing that we had to, you know, 
get past and we had a bit of a little extra time so there were some virtual help sessions there were some you know some tech support between classes with text messages and all that but i'll i'll let the students tell you um let me start with you dave um why don't you tell me i mean i know you didn't take the connected digital life class but based on the other classes with you know voiceover getting to know uh voiceover in and out i think it was and um ipad for i think we call it everything um ipad for all computing i think we called it what is the most the um the the, the benefit that you got out of that class the most i think there were two benefits that i would highlight first it was learning a lot more about ios voiceover the iphone and the ipad I was uh, a voiceover iPhone user for years, but I focused mostly just on the apps I was using, you know, things like messages and mail and whatnot. And I wasn't exposed to a lot of the other apps that are available. And the course with voiceover and the iPhone touched on most of the Apple provided apps and went into in-depth things in them. I learned things about the iMessage app that I never knew before. And I, the other things that I, I knew were there, but I didn't think I could do them. But I could do them. And the training that I, that I picked up from, from you and from Matt taught me a great deal about that. So, and the same was true with the iPad. I, in fact, I bought an iPad so I could take the iPad course. Uh, yeah, I you and a lot of other students um, tend to take the voiceover class, hear about the iPad class, and, you know, tend to get one. Plus the fact that iPads are, you know, so much cheaper nowadays than they were when they first came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> that's that's true. The other thing that I picked up and I find invaluable from attending these two courses is to observe Matt and you as instructors and to listen to how you approach the teaching process. And this is important to me because here in, I, I'm in Winnipeg, Canada, and I'm a volunteer uh, with an organization called Vern Visually Impaired Resource Network. And I mentor people who are new to iOS and the iPhone and the iPad. And these tools are so valuable as far as I'm concerned to the lives of visually impaired people that I want to help anyone I can. So I, I volunteer with them and I mentor new people who maybe have never even held an iPhone before, you know, and try to introduce them to the tools and what they can do and how they can help their lives. So I, I was particularly interested in, in following how you go about teaching, how you structured your courses. And I found it to be very enlightening and very, very thorough, a very good approach I'm probably going to steal most of those ideas <laughs> and use them when I'm trying to help other people. Yeah, and let's not forget about the other part of our team with uh, Rita and Lynn too, because they've been a great help also. Um, That's true, yes. Now, Judy, you've taken this class all three years. Um, yes. Now, you know that when we first started there, we were not disorganized as we are now, right? <laughs> <laughs> the first year was a mess. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I've been learning a lot right from the very, very beginning. Um, yeah, I started in the fall of 18, I believe it was. Yeah, taking the Connected Digital Life. And, um, and then I went into the first series of the iPhone and the iPad. And I, too, was one who bought an iPad, iPad um, 6th generation. Um, 
Yeah, and and for me, um, one of the things that has really stuck in my mind, um, I had asked Matt one time. I said, "How did you guys? Well, you know what it was? It was the when the Zoom started coming on um, with the COVID, um, and everybody's using Zoom. I said, "How did you guys just learn how to you know do all the? How did you learn how to do all the?" Um, you know, leading the meeting and running it all. And Matt, and Matt said, you know, it just kind of comes intuitively after a while. Things like that just sort of are intuitive. And I remember that. And um, Cliff, you had some special classes, um, special help classes um, on the, the uh, Gmail and the um, inboxes. You're right. And that was when I realized I was starting to get that, what you guys were saying about the just intuitively at least not being scared of it flicking left flicking right up down you know double tap and hold and um and that that's been one of the biggest biggest things for me is right. feeling I think like a lot of people who take this class are a little nervous about trying new things but the way that you know me matt rita and lynn can walk you guys through and show you how to you know go out on a limb and you know, trying exactly. these things, I, I think that helps. Um, exactly. Now, Misty, you just came in late as usual. Just joking, but um, <laughs> you um, you this is your first go around with this class, right? Yes. Yeah, because this is actually our third year, and like I was telling um, Judy before you came in, we have not always been as organized. The first year we tried these things called labs, where we would have remember that Judy when we had those long text message sure. um, classes and yes. we were talking to the classes about everything but the class, and then then we had okay, well, let's try the help sessions, and that became a disaster because people didn't want to mute, and I mean we haven't always been, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was some trial and error there. <laughs> so. Missy, what is the, what, as a newcomer to this class, because like I said, Judy's been with us from the beginning, I think Holly too, but what would you say is your biggest benefit on taking this class, you know, whether it was a voiceover or all pad for all computing class? Well, I think it's um, mostly the voiceover because I didn't know the gestures and so forth, but um, as time had went along, I've gotten to where I was using it more than getting stressed out. <laughs> so basically, it again, like I was saying a, a, minute, a minute or so ago, it basically taught you or gave you the courage to, you know, try new things and know you weren't going to mess your device up. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, because I started using iPhones back in 2010 and 2011. I wish... I wish I would have had something like this. And that's where the inspiration comes from. I mean, this is all, you know, Matt's idea. And he called me up to ask me if I wanted to join him and, you know, for us to offer these courses. And why don't, um, Holly, why don't you tell me how much these, these classes cost for anybody who doesn't know? Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? Well, it's, I'm just going to start with saying it truly for me it was an answer to prayer because I, I came in, let's see, January of 19 was my first yep, class. Yep, that's right. You've yeah. been with it for two years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I would call myself a comfortable, but a basic voiceover iPhone user. And when I, when I, when I came to you, the way I knew how to delete something I didn't want there, if I was writing something was one letter at a time with the delete button. And so you taught me how to select text by character, word, line, paragraph, the whole thing, hit one button and delete it. It was like my whole world of writing and editing opened up with this magical thing in voiceover called the rotor. 
that that you've uh, you know taught us how to use and i find myself now able to do advanced editing and writing very comfortably it just it still amazes me cliff that i'm able to do now what i can do and and oh my gosh it's like this treasure chest full of gold and silver right because when you first started you were you know a little touch a little nervous about certain things now you're calling up asking us questions on how to do this and do that and that's that's wonderful i mean because you have you've done a 180 (laughs) complete 180 on how how oh my gosh I came, I came into you so green and you have been such a blessing to me and I it's a real priority in my life because I find myself it's like layers of knowledge and it makes more and more sense as we go along and I am so great I, and I can't believe I, I feel like I'm being mentored by you and Matt and Lynn and Rita the TTJ uh, tech training team and you are pouring yourselves into training us up you spend so much time and and talent. Because it's all great joy yeah. to see the success of you students, especially ones like you and and others that come have come a long way. I mean, in a couple of years, the way you guys are going, you guys are going to be teaching this class for us. So. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, and I'm using Apple Pay, and I, I just you know, I just can't believe what I've learned and continue to learn. So thank you, so so much, and I would encourage anybody listening to this who maybe not have, has even had an iPhone in their hand, who's visually impaired to just do it. I am so glad I did. It has totally changed my life. It's to you too, because there were some things that you were afraid to try. I remember you at the beginning of the spring saying, you know, I'm not doing this until I get back on class or in a help session. But now, <laughs> again, like Holly, you're texting us between uh, classes and saying, I did this, this, and this, and I'm glad you showed me how to do that. And I mean, it's, it's, it's great to hear all the success <laughs> stories. Uh, and you know, Cliff, yeah. we've made some beautiful friendships in this class. Um, before the class starts, you know, we, we talk a little bit before, you know, the class starts and we've all gotten to know each other so well. And, and then, and, and the, also mm-hmm. the, some of the beauty is, is watching the four of you interacting and teaching. You all have your own <laughs> thoughts and, and you guys are like a family and it's, it's wonderful. Yes, and we are. <laughs> we are. I mean, I'm, I'm just smiling, you know, you know, so much sometimes when I listen to all of you. And, uh, and and you were asking like you know how much did these all these classes cost and you guys are doing all yeah, of I mean, this do you for free. Be, do, you guys do this for all yeah. of us. Wow. Yep. I, I mean, I, I got the term where I say free ninety nine because you know it's it's there for the taking for anybody who wants to join. I mean, you can either go to ttjtech.net or you can go to stirritup.com, which is s t u r i t u p dot com. And there's calendars on both websites that's going to give you information on when we have these courses and you know how to how to sign up for them. Um, Missy, what would you say is was the most difficult thing for you to grasp in the, the iPad for everything course? Well, actually, um, <laughs> everything in the beginning was so difficult because I would have to either ask my husband or my son to help me, and they were getting frustrated they're like misty it's this and it's that and however and i'm like yes but i don't get it but then as time had gone from september through um um, i think it was before september when i started but 
um, as time was coming through, it was like, oh my gosh, what's so, I don't even have to ask them too much of anything. And if I do make a mistake, I'll just shut the machine down and say, okay, Misty, it's not that difficult. Now let's pick it back up and start back over. And if, and then again, if I still have trouble, I know that I can come to one of the team and say, I need help. That was my problem. I always said I wanted to do things on my own, but there's a lot of things I can't do on my own. I got to learn and I got to be patient. And ever since then, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm really enjoying. Now I'm doing the, um, the, uh, learning the keyboard and even though I mess up a lot, I'm striving through it now to where I'm up to the area where um, I'm learning the uh, punctuation. So I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it sounds like that this class has helped you have your independence so you don't have to ask a side of family member to, you know, do something for you. Because I'm a, I'm a product of that too. Before I started learning voiceover the way I did, um, I, you know, used to ask I, family, you know, do this, do that. Now I just pick up my device and they're asking me to do stuff for them on theirs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dave, you say you volunteer for um, that um, center in your area. Has this class given you the, I mean, I guess different tools on different ways to deal with, you know, I guess different levels of learning of people that you volunteer with? Uh, yes, it has. There, I have seen how how you've organized these courses and how you've built you know from beginning simple things up into the more complex aspects of the apps that are out there and and voiceover and I find that a very good model to use I I work with people who some who are just in the process of losing their sight but they have no tech background at all and I work with others you know who are coming who are techies coming out of the Windows world, you know, and wanting to get into the, the smartphone world. And I've picked up a lot of hints in how to deal with different people at different stages. The, another aspect of what I've picked up from, from you, your team, is that you make it fun. You know, you, you joke around with one another, but you stay on topic. Uh, your the, your patience is incredible with some of us who are learning and these are very valuable parts of being able to teach others you know I, I, don't, I don't understand exactly how you guys survive given <laughs> that you're spending all your time offering these free courses you've been offering these free extra help sessions you know through the the week and when do you ever get to to go out and earn some money and feed yourselves <laughs> you know it's just amazing uh, what you're giving yeah. we definitely manage and we definitely have to extend our gratitude and support to our families for being patient and allowing us to do certain things because matt and i i don't know about rita and lynn but i know matt and i um you know we get a lot of support from our families especially our wives when you know some there maybe there's something on the screen that we can't read or we ha- need help with sometimes we ask them to you know tell us how it's laid out so we can teach you guys how to do the same thing so you know i mean i'm not saying we don't 
never ask for help. And you know, there's times that we have to ask each other and say, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that? So, you know, we we've come a long way in our third year, coming to the closing of our third year, going into our fourth year next year. But it, it it's way better. I mean, ask Judy. It's way better than it was uh, the first year that we did this. <laughs> the first year, the first year we didn't even offer the voiceover class because we didn't know that we should because you know there were people you know the bottom line is we we were the, the ipad for everything class back then it was um replace your traditional uh computer with your ipad and back then we were teaching more voiceover in that class than we were ipad so yeah we were like yeah. uh yeah we think we need to add the voiceover here so when we get to the ipad class we can concentrate on that operating system instead of you know voiceover and ipad i think we i think we went well into june or early july that year because of the the extent you know of stuff we had to teach with voiceover and the ipad at the same time that's why we broke it up into two different classes so and well, that's, you guys that's keep getting better and better <laughs> yeah that's certainly but worked. I... that approach worked very well i thought because like i wasn't an ipad user but by the time I finished the voiceover course and picked up the iPad, the, the you know I was ready to get in and explore the iPad and deal with its differences from the iPhone, you know. And I I felt that the first course set me up for the second course very well. Yeah, and that's the way that we wanted it. And Holly, I know you 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 know you had that issue with the um, the. Um, I don't know what to call it. What's like your 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 passwords and your your internet stuff being breached a little bit with you and your husband's stuff, and even you stepped out on a limb with that stuff and decided, you know, I'm gonna do this, do that, and you did half of that stuff before you even talked to us, right? Well, <laughs> well, you've been a, a tremendous help help in that. You having email hacked isn't isn't a fun thing, but because of this training, uh, you know, just been tremendous to be able to to recover from that. And uh, it was so, in fact, I found out that my husband told me while we were in class on a help session with you guys, he came up and he whispered, we've been hacked. <laughs> and I, I broke in when it was my turn, uh, you know, to ask a question. And I said, what do we do, guys? <laughs> and he was incredibly helpful to, to get us, you know, to, to the first step. And, you know, something I, something I wanted to share, Cliff, something that really is just also very exceptional is how professionally done all of the the written materials uh, the training the audio materials that are in the itunes u platform which is college level of you know organization and uh, it's just quite incredible and so we can access that at any time i plan to spend my summer going back and going through both uh, the iPad course materials as well as the iPhone voiceover um, because there's so much richness there um, and I just I, I love how you guys do things it just I yeah. can't I can't <clears throat> imagine we, how much we do that as a team collectively for. but mostly Matt and Rita they're responsible for the organization of iTunes U I do stuff in there every now and again but not yeah. as much as they do and especially with Matt with the recordings Rita and her persistence to be perfect in the writing and organizing <laughs> things but you know 
I, I, I love Rita. She's great. But, you know, that, that Matt calls her my big us brother and sister because we fight all the time about certain things. We don't really fight, fight, but we we. It really brings humor and, and joy to the, no. to the meetings. It just brings a sense of fun, too, of yeah. family. It feels like family at, at our meetings, at our yeah, classes. I love Rita. She, the team wouldn't be the same without her. Her or Lynn, they're both great. And I wanted to say also... Um, being a uh, volunteer instructor at where I go to the um, School for the Blind. Um, in the beginning, when it was brought down to me that I was going to be taking someone's uh, spot, I was like, are you for real? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm just barely learning, you know. But um, as time had went, I had learned many um people's different terms of where they are like some are a beginner or some are not quite as an advanced but then I have some that are advanced and working with all of them has even made me grow to where when I go back to the um iTunes Zoom when they ask me a question and I'm like let me look this up right here right now and and then I'll um, play it back to them and so forth. And they're like, wow, that is so neat. I have some that now wanting to try the um, garage band when I told them I had done the garage band. And, and it just amazes me. Yeah, and you even sent all of us a recording of you singing Jesus Loves You. That was a great song. Yes. Too. <laughs> so, I mean, and Judy, I remember you uh, I, um, singing Happy Birthday to Lynn um, on one of the uh-huh. classes, too. That was that was excellent. See, it's like 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 you and Holly, like all y'all said, it's become a family. I mean, we don't, it is. Exactly. We don't stop talking after class. I mean, we, you know, text in between and email, and you guys send us little clips and success stories. So, it's all great. I mean... And like we've all said from you know the beginning, this is a this class, this course is free every year. Um, we, we even do a tech summit that we got coming up here at the end of July. We usually all meet in person, but because of the social distancing thing, it's just gonna be me, uh, oh Matt and I's families, and Rita and Lynn are going to be. Um, oh my gonna, god! We're probably gonna be doing them on Zoom, but um, right in the middle of my interview. But um, there it go. But, you know, I, I appreciate all your input, but if you, I can wrap it up with everybody telling anybody what their benefit would be of taking this class. I mean, you already pretty much laid out how good the teaching and stuff is, but what one thing, if anything, would you tell somebody if they're hesitating to take this class? To... Okay, I'll, I'll start that, and I guess Dave here again. I think that that Apple and iOS and its equipment provide tools for those of us who can't see that are invaluable. You know, they can open the door to so many aspects of life that in many cases have been closed to us before. And I think that the, the value of these courses is that, that it teaches people how to open those doors how to go through them and how to enrich their lives. And certainly I will be recommending these courses to the people I work with come the fall. They are superb courses. Your depth of knowledge is amazing. Your teaching style is great. And I think that it's a service you're giving our community that's invaluable. 
appreciate that. What about you, Judy? What one thing would you tell somebody if they were on the fence about, you know, maybe, you know, because I remember I told somebody back in 2011 that iPhones weren't possible for the blind to use, and I was proven wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like what are you going to do holding this little piece of glass in your hand, right? <laughs> right. Um, oh. I, I think that the Apple network of all their products are the most incredible for blind people. And um, and that you can do it, you, you can learn, and it, it really is doable. And it really does start to come intuitive how to how to work at it. And you know, but it, it takes a lot of work, but it it's absolutely can be done. And it's just, it just opens up the world to us. So thanks. Excellent. What about you, Misty? Well, I'm going to say that um, not to be afraid to even try, try and use your devices. And if you come up with a struggle, don't hesitate to ask for help. Because like I said, I've always been, and I'm still like that, a person that is want to do it on my own but when they we have someone like the team helping us out don't hesitate to say look i need help and whether it's day or night ask for it excellent and last but never least holly what what is the one thing that you got from these classes i mean it's probably hard to break it down to just one but if you were trying to convince somebody to sign up for this class what would you tell them okay well i am going to i'm going to do two small paragraphs if i may so one example how what kind of what kind of things can we do i went from dictating notes on my phone just and then i couldn't find them because they weren't in organ any organization you taught me how to put folders in there so I have folders for all kinds of things like when I was cited and I had file folders in a file cabinet and now I can go and find things on this project or that it's amazing it was like I was throwing my analogy was as like before I met you I was just throwing all my clothes on the floor in the closet and then trying to go in and rumble and find what I was looking for to wear that's my analogy, and it's incredibly helpful to, to be able to be getting more and more organized. Um, and then lastly, I invited five friends, I'm in a study, a different study group with them, to join this year, and four of them did. They are thanking me, and they're excited about continuing. They're inviting other people, and the fifth gal is so sad she wasn't able to join, and she can't wait until she can. So. Your friends will thank you for it. All right. <clears throat> well, I appreciate everybody coming in and being interviewed. And um, remember, if you want to sign up for these courses or get notified of information like the virtual help sessions that we have every Wednesday from 2 Central until 4.30 Central. And if you're in another time zone, just do the math. Just go to ttjtech.net. And there's also going to be information coming up soon on stirredup.com, which is S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P. All right. What a great segment. Thanks to everybody who joined us today. 
and the ones who joined us in class. With me and Matt, it always starts with God. We give all the glory to Him. But He brought us these students and allowed us to give back to what gave to us and got us started. Okay, coming up next is the segment with me and Turner Matt sit down and discuss what's on our iPads and what we got going on for the rest of the summer and possibly next school year or calendar school year, I should say. So enjoy this next episode on the Stirred Up Podcast. This is Trainer Cliff and Trainer Matt coming to you. I don't even know what we call this podcast because <laughs> we're going to post this on both of ours, but we are going to give you some status updates with TTJ Tech and the training team. Also, we will talk about what's on our iPads today to maybe benefit some people that don't know about these apps, wondering if they're accessible or whatever the case may be. If you have any questions after these, this podcast, you can always email Trainer Matt at thetechjuggernaut at iCloud.com. He'll spell that for you in a minute because I always forget. And Or me, stir it up at iCloud.com. And that is S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P at iCloud.com. You can email or iMessage. We prefer iMessage, but if you want to email, that's fine too. You want to go ahead and tell them how to spell thetechjuggernaut at iCloud.com? Absolutely. Uh, that's fine. So, yes, uh, the tech juggernaut. T-H-E for the word the. Tech, T-E-C-H, juggernaut. J-U-G-G-E-R-N-A-U-T. So, the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com. You also can catch this episode of this recording of this podcast on TTJ Talk. That's on Apple podcasts spotify google play and any other podcast platform that you have installed on your device because we're all we're we're across the border so let's start with updates on the the training team i guess because we're wrapping up this this session this 2019 2020 uh training schedule if you may i mean we had to extend it a little bit because of some COVID-19 stuff, so why don't you give them a wrap-up of what we did this year, and then we'll go into what we got planned for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, I'll tell you what, just in, in reflection, this has been an incredible training year. It's been a whirlwind uh, of a year. You know, it started out with Apple releasing what I have called, I don't know that Apple would say this, but what I have called the single biggest update in iOS history with iOS 13 and iPad OS and all of their siblings. Uh, and we offered some basic overviews of that in the fall. Uh, and we also offered our connected digital life course. We showed uh, and demoed and described many of Apple's services like iCloud and its various features and continuity. We talked about the Apple TV and cord cutting. Uh, we talked about home automation with HomeKit. We talked about Apple Pay. And we also covered some best practices for security and privacy. And then of course, we started in January with a whole new set of courses that uh, began with learning voiceover in and out. We were able to take 
students from the ground up, even if they had never used an Apple device before in their lives or had never used the voiceover screen reader, which is available on every Apple device. So we began with that. And of course, we're rounding out the season, just finishing it up with our iPad for all computing course, which has been called by some students the best course yet that we've offered uh, on that subject. And we're sure next year's is going to be even better uh, when we announce that this uh, later on in the summer. Uh, you'll get to get excited with us about all of that. But we have been teaching people how to replace their traditional computer with an iPad. We've had over 150 students take part in this and for the first time, virtual help sessions as well, which were kind of born out of a necessity given the uh, closure of so many stores, even though it was temporary. Uh, things are starting to reopen uh, back up in our neck of the woods, praise God, but we're still offering virtual help sessions and uh, we'll talk more about that a bit later. All right, and then coming up this upcoming season, we're probably gonna start, we usually start a little bit into September, right a week or so after um, Labor Day. That's about um, right, yep. No, not only will we have the same courses that Trainer Matt just talked about, but if all falls into place like it's supposed to, there will be probably a two-week um, introduction to Mac for those who think they still want to put their hands on a computer or they're not ready to let the computer go. I will be getting some curriculum together to, you know, give somebody some basics on a Mac on how to turn on voiceover, how to get to your applications, how to create documents how to set up commanders with voiceover, how to, you know, do your email, navigate Safari, because one of the big things coming from that other platform that will remain nameless, <laughs> people come <laughs> always complain about the browsing, the browsing experience, saying that it's harder and it's more complicated. It's not, it's, if anything, no, it's easier. Yeah, it's definitely. easier to do. So we, that, we'll, we'll have an update on that. Like I said, it's, it's a possibility. I'm not gonna say guaranteed, because you know, things have to fall into place, praise God. He always works in his way, so. And that will That's also, right. and everything we all, everything that we offer is always gonna be free. If you want paid services, then you'll go to ttjtech.net, sign up for the blog, go to train schedule and contact Trainer Matt for that. And in the future, I will have something similar on my um, website to do the same thing. So just stay tuned for that. Absolutely, um, and, and stay tuned for our official announcements of the entire season, uh, training season offerings, which will be early August. Uh, that'll be coming to you. We'll, uh, we'll have some sort of a live stream. We're still preparing. Uh, the Tech Summit 2020 is going to uh, look a bit different. Not everybody is comfortable uh, meeting in person, but a few of us will uh, that can within the, within the guidelines of what we have. So for those of us who are able to meet in person, we're looking forward to some great uh, times of fellowship together and so on. And, and for everybody else, we're gonna include them digitally. And for you, the listening and viewing audience, we're gonna give you a way to uh, participate in that as well, some different uh, online opportunities there. So at that point, it's always right after that tech summit that we announce officially our training schedule for the upcoming uh, training season. So stay tuned for that. We should expect to see that late July, early August. All right. <clears throat> so I guess what we'll do now is we'll start with trainer Matt. 
and we'll go through what's on our iPad. Um, I guess it, it's up to him, but what I'm gonna do when it's my turn is I'm gonna go through each app, but I'll stop at the ones that I think are important or essential or that could help somebody in day-to-day -day use. So we'll start with him and you know he'll probably take the same lead, you know, based on the fact that we have different apps. And I mean, cause I have over almost 200 apps on my iPad. I'm not gonna go through every one, but I will go through the ones that I use nor or on a regular basis. Absolutely, and I'll, I'll I will take the same uh, the same lead here, and I'll point out to everybody that I just got new devices. Talk about that in separate podcasts later. But I our family did get some new devices, so stay tuned for those podcasts with reviews and demos and all that good stuff coming up. But I'm saying that right now to tell you that I set up my iPad as new this time, and I still get all my stuff, my photos, my documents, my music, my purchases, my TV show, all that stuff is still there but I had the benefit of being able to set up the apps, download what I wanted, and have the home screen look the way I want it to look. And so uh, consequently, what I have is a very fresh, very, what I consider to be a very clean setup um, because there are things that I just didn't re-download because I didn't use them or some things I feel are better suited for one device, like what well, maybe some devices for the iPhone and others for the iPad. Now, I'm going to start essentially with the second page of apps because I will tell you all of the first page of apps I use every day and these are all the Apple apps I did not even change the order that they appear in um, so right alongside of my uh, widgets I have apps on the first page that you would expect you know FaceTime calendar clock home uh, photos camera reminders notes voice memos contacts, maps, find my app store, Apple books, uh, podcasts, the TV app, news, um, stocks, measure settings. And then on the dock messages, Safari, music, mail, and files. I use a good portion of those every day. There are some that I don't, I don't really use stocks very much, um, if at all, but you know, it is there. I, I just keep it there in case I want it. Um, and I certainly can ask Siri for that kind of information too. So that's, I've not even touched the order of things on the first page or on the dock. Going to the second page, and I have five pages, just so you know, so it's not like we're gonna be here all day. Uh, on the second page of apps, uh, again, the first few were shipped, pre-installed by Apple. They, uh, I actually put an Apple Arcade folder first on this page. Um, I don't usually make folders just personally, but. Uh, I did, it's very easy to do with voiceover, and I did put all the Apple Arcade games uh, that we have in one folder. I've got 17 of them downloaded on this device. We have more on our Apple TV and on my kids' devices. Um, so then we go into the apps that Apple picked for the second page, which are Photo Booth, uh, just a fun little app when, you know, add special filters to photos and stuff. The Shortcuts app, um, iTunes Store tips so you can learn about your devices. Um, Apple Store, you know, make purchases, uh, buy your next iPhone uh, in the Apple Store. It's an amazing, very, very accessible app. The Apple Clips app, great with voiceover and without for making short little videos. We demonstrated that in our iPad course and uh, trainer Rita did an article on how to do that step-by-step. We have the other built-in productivity apps here, GarageBand, the wonderful, powerful audio editor, uh, 
We've got keynote numbers and pages, which I use pretty regularly, especially keynote and pages. iMovie, iTunes U. Now that ends the built-in list of apps. Uh, following that, there's some more Apple apps that I downloaded um, and installed. Uh, the first one actually is the feedback app, the feedback assistant. Uh, as a beta tester, that gets installed automatically when you enroll. I am on a stable version right now, but I do beta test pretty regularly. Uh, the Apple support app, great, very accessible app and uh, allows you to get support from Apple. Um, the Swift Playgrounds app, which is an introductory coding app. Uh, the Apple TV remote app. Technically, you don't really need it anymore because you can access the Apple TV remote from your control center, uh, but you can still add this app. I believe there's extra functionality if you do. Um, I then have Music Memos, which is creating simple little music projects. And the Texas Hold'em game, also made by Apple. I have no idea how to play Texas Hold'em, but I got the app because it is accessible and I wanted to experience that and try it out. So if, if you know how to play it, you certainly could do it very successfully, I'm sure. Um, I have the, uh, the Apple Classroom app, which is kind of for in-person local uh, uh, education assignments. And then I have the uh, iTunes Movie Trailers app and the Dark Sky Weather app, which is now owned by Apple. Uh, following that, YouTube, we don't need to explain that one, I'm sure. Yelp and Open Table. Those are both kind of enhancements to what Apple Maps already and Siri already provide. So additional business information and restaurant reservations and bookings. Uh, here's the Starbucks app. Get some coffee. Uh, we got the Fandango movie tickets uh, ticketing app, the Wikipedia app, and an app called Sketches School, which my kids love for drawing with different drawing tools using the Apple Pencil or the Logitech Crayon. I also have an app called Grocery, which is a smart shopping list app, syncs with iCloud and reminders, really, really powerful. We'll do a podcast on it sometime. Moving on to page number three, the SiriusXM app for internet radio, the Paprika 3, Paprika 3 Before you go on to that Paprika app, which is... Oh. You know, whatever. Anyway, I was just going to mention because you said SiriusXM, I did go onto the website and got an email from them yesterday that anybody who signs up right now that hasn't had it before can get up to four months free. I think you got to punch in a code, but it gives you that code when you're checking in and out or whatever. I'm not a big SiriusXM fan myself personally because the app has really never been accessible. And I don't listen to too many talk shows anyway, but for anybody who does, I mean, it's good for, you know, uh, satellite music and, you know, commercial feed radio and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I, I tend to prefer Apple Music anytime, you know, I'm always, always going to prefer the Apple apps anyway, but typically I use Apple Music and really that's all I need for music. But we do have SiriusXM in the car and it's nice to have the app. It has some accessibility issues, particularly when you're first getting into it, but it is, it is workable. So I, I use that on occasion. I'm hoping the Sirius folks will add Siri support to it and then it'll really be awesome. But uh, that is here, followed by the... Uh, paprika three recipe uh, i think it's called recipe manager uh allows you to add your own recipes as well as finding some online um we've got a couple apps that my kids use for uh drawing and i kind of put these on here because they were throwbacks to the very first ipad that we ever had so there's the brushes app which is a great painting app and the chalkboard app which is like a, a digital chalkboard 
Now we also have, again, this is more of a sighted uh, visual app, but it's the home design app. Now we're gonna get into a, well, not quite, I'm sorry. I have a calculator on here, it is accessible. You know, the iPad doesn't come natively with a calculator, but this one functions very much like it. Uh, the Art Studio Pro, again, a, a drawing and painting app. And there's a couple others like that here for design, Affinity Photo and Affinity Designer, as well as Pixelmator and Pixelmator Photo. And finally, uh, Procreate and Sketchbook. Now we're gonna get into some apps that are accessible again, that I use for some professional type stuff. And also um, just a few others sort of mixed in here. So we've got two back to back, the Ferrite, and that is spelled F-E-R-R-I-T-E. That's Ferrite Recording Studio. I love GarageBand, uh, but there are some targeted apps for audio editing and Ferrite is one of them. Also Luma Fusion. L-U-M-A, and then the word Fusion, F-U-S-I-O-N. That is a high-end video editor that is like the next level after Clips and iMovie. And it is a paid app, but it's a, you know, a very powerful app, comes with some royalty-free uh, content, uh, you know, music and sounds and stuff that you can access. And also uh, direct export to YouTube, upload to YouTube, so that's very nice. Um, here's the couple more recipe apps, the Epicurious app and the Food Network Kitchen app. I've got uh, the Bible app on here. There are several Bible apps that I use on my iPhone, but on my iPad, I do have this Bible app. This is the version Bible app uh, from Life Church. Very good uh, Bible app. Then I have a couple of accessible games, uh, Quizoid, Trivial, I believe it's Trivial Knowledge Pursuit is the full name of that. And five second guess. We also have a few that I play with the family. Um, uh, charades, heads up. Real Mist, which is M-Y-S-T. And SimCity, those are not all accessible, but if you got sighted family and friends. Uh, Jeopardy Play Show, which works with the Apple TV. And Sketch Party, which also works with the Apple TV. Uh, we'll skip a couple of these. Didn't mean to interrupt, but I can't remember what the name of that game is when we were out there last summer that we played. We had to log in on Safari and we all got to get, what was that game called? We played Apple TV at your mom and dad's house. Oh, that was great. That was part of the Jackbox party. It's called uh, uh, Fibbage. Fibbage. F-I-B-B. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you had to tell a fib and we had to figure out which one was a lie and which one was a true. Yeah, that game was fun. That was really cool. Maybe we should do a demo of that sometime on a podcast, actually. Yeah, that would be great. That, that game was fun. <laughs> it was. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we got a few more like that here. Um, but, uh, oh, and then there's a Brain Teasers app. Okay, so now page four. Now we're getting into a group of TV apps. Um, now, I've, I had on here um, a couple that I, I currently switched out for AT&T TV. That's a story for another podcast, uh, which we will share with you, but I do have the AT&T TV app here. I have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, um, Food Network Go, HGTV Go, Nick, um, and looks like that's all for the TV apps in this group here. Uh, somewhere I have Infuse, but uh, I don't see it in that list. I don't know where it is. We'll come across you it. You put HBO Max on your uh, iPad. I mean, I didn't either because I'm probably going to watch it more on the big screen. But Well, I actually did, but I didn't move it into this list yet. It's still at the end. It'll, it'll be coming up here <laughs> on the last page. I just haven't moved it. 
Oh, okay. Now we've got a group of apps here that I definitely use for job-related stuff. First of all, our Zoom app, Zoom Cloud Meetings, our WordPress app for websites and blogs, Anchor for podcasts, Backpack Studio also for podcast recording, um, the Google Classroom app, the Kahoot, K-A-H-O-O-T for both remote and in-person uh, quiz game creation, um, Edpuzzle, which is an app I was experimenting with and haven't really come to any kind of conclusion about yet. Flipgrid, which is a, a sort of a community video creation app. Um, we'll share more on that later because that is a neat app. Uh, and here's IXL, which my kids were using and I wanted to test that out. Um, a couple other education-focused apps. The Elements, which is a periodic table. Uh, Duolingo, which is a language learning app. Uh, and then a couple of these visual AR, augmented reality apps, um, Froggypedia, you can dissect a frog in, in uh, virtual, you know, uh, augmented reality. Uh, the World Wildlife Federation uh, Free Rivers app, again, an augmented reality app. The 321 launch app, that's augmented. And um, with that, also Apollo's Moonshot AR. Now we've got the photo cookbook and a logo maker app, which is a logo and design business card kind of app. Uh, Garden Answers, it identifies plants that you and flowers that you see around you. Uh, here's another recipe app, the Tasty app. And Simply Piano, which is an app that allows you to actually see and learn online piano. Here's the Dabble app, D-A-B-E-L, which is for audio live streaming. Here is the Amazon app. Everybody knows what Amazon does. This is the Amazon shopping app. Prismo, which is P-R-I-Z-M-O. This is the paid version of Prismo. I use it primarily to uh, allow me to, if I receive an image-based PDF, I can import it into Prismo and use optical character recognition or OCR to turn that into a, uh, you know, a text-based PDF or a text file or what have you, and I can read it myself or have it read with text-to-speech. Um, final page of apps. Um, some of these are, let's see, uh, ink cards, a, a, a physical greeting card app. I've got a series of accessible games here from Ears, which is E-A-R-S, Ears Blackjack, Ears Millionaire Game, uh, which is like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game show, Ears Millionaire. Ears uh, Fortune Wheel, which is Wheel of Fortune. Ears Feud, like Family Feud. Ears Jeopardy Match. And I'm assuming I mean, they had to change the name for copyright reasons. I would say, yep, I would say that's exactly the case. Okay. Um, here's uh, Trivia Cracked. And um, we have the uh, a, a, an app that I'm actually testing called uh, Live Now, which is a, a live recording to YouTube, broadcast to YouTube app. We have HBO Max here. Uh, and it looks like my daughter created a folder for some apps that she wants, which she has just some games in them. I don't know that any of these are accessible, but there's the Fair Food Maker, the Sprinkle Game, um, an island, I think that's called No-No Islands. And she downloaded a Property Brothers home design game 
Uh, so she made a folder for herself on my iPad. But it looks like that's everything I've got right now uh, on this iPad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go here. You can feel free to jump in anytime when any of these apps that I got. Um, okay. Um, let's go. All right. Um, unlike Matt, <clears throat> I put all my apps in folders. So <laughs> the, the first folder is my folder that I go to the most. I'm, I got them, I ain't going to say prioritized, but by, you know, the way to access them. I mean, because if you look at my iPad and my iPhone, there's there the folder is exactly the same. They're just set up a different way. We'll get into that another time. But the first folder I have is communication. It's called call communication in this folder and the ones that are self-explanatory we got we got mail we know what that does gv connect now this is an app that i use with my google voice number um i have a google voice number that goes along with my gmail account as well as my wife has a google voice number and i log into both of them here because sometimes she misses calls and doesn't check her phone so i go in every now and again to make sure she didn't miss anything so um there's a google voice app here that i installed because when i first got my um google voice number poured it over to my phone number it wouldn't let me record a voicemail without having the google voice app so that's all that's there for next episode i love this app because it's um i you go in here and you type in you search for tv shows that you watch and it'll give you push notifications on when the next show is coming up if a show's been canceled if it's on re reboot or anything like that and you can also search for movies and uh, music in there also uh, that was page one that was page one page two this is all these are gonna be a self-explanatory is the app store itunes store itunes you facebook facebook page i mean of course you have a you can have a page and people can go to it i do that for the third uh, podcast and also i forgot what the other one's for um messenger twitter instagram snapchat linkedin and i don't even use i don't even know why the maps are on here i don't even use them <laughs> uh, this, here's one of my favorite apps right here wordpress this is where i go to right on the ttjtech.net blog and i also have a couple blogs of my own stir it up i also have the family blog called forever bound that's our christian based um pod or um blog where i write articles about you know um different marital uh issues like you know date night or dinner for two and different recipe ideas um i writer this is the writing app i don't even know i think i got this app just because it was free and it's usually paid drafts this is an app that trainer rita loves i suppose i guess to break it down i think you write you start writing text in here and then you can copy and paste it somewhere else after you're done with it or whatever i don't use it so i really don't know notes that's a native apple app you know what it does note it's a i don't even know what this app does is that google's no there's is called google keep so no i don't even know what this app does diary this is a daily diary um journaling app i guess you can write your thoughts down and just i mean just in case you want to look back on a day you can insert media pictures videos whatever daily dictionary this this i i installed this app because sometimes i want to look up words and this is a great source for that it also can give you push notifications i currently have them turned off um but it'll, it'll give you a word of the day and the definition for it so that was a great way to enhance your vocabulary reminders that's a native apple app you know what it does calendar same thing contacts clock and that's it for the communications folder our next folder is my shopping and finance folder which is where i keep all my credit card apps and my shopping apps so we have capital one discover 
Chime. Now, I'll stop and explain a little bit about this. This is an online banking app. They advertise getting your paycheck a couple of days early. So if you have a direct deposit with, um, you know, your disability check or maybe even a payroll check, they say that you'll get your paycheck two days early. Their, their advertisement on their website is, we you get it when we get it, which means they'll get it a couple of days early and they won't hold on to it until that the day you're supposed to get paid. They'll just release it. And that's Chime.com for anybody who wants to go check it out. Another credit card, Merrick, Avant, another credit card, Credit One, Mission Lane, another credit card. I have a, I have a few of them because I was trying to get my credit score up to get this house. <laughs> credit Sesame, that's where I check my credit score at. Credit Karma, another one of those. Experian, another credit monitoring uh, app. Credit Wise, that's the Capital One credit monitoring app. Um, Turbo is connected to the TurboTax um, free online tax uh, filing app. Um, the Cash App, everybody knows what that does send cash to people. I prefer Apple Pay, but uh, okay. Now we're on to the shopping apps. Amazon, Woot, which is an a discounted Amazon site. It, I mean, not, I'm not going to call it a discounted site. It's a it's actually a site that's affiliated with Amazon, and Prime members are uh, allowed to join for free. But they have a lot of great deals. Like one time I seen on there a robotic vacuum cleaner that you connect to your Wi-Fi and it'll clean your, your house. But anyways, it's normally 250 bucks and this site had it for only a buck 25. So, I mean, they give you some great deals, push notifications, daily digestion, email and everything. Walmart, Target, Victoria's Secret. That's my wife's app. Pink Nation, another one of my wife's apps. Fragrance.net, I get great fragrances from there. That's why I order all my colognes. You get super discounts on those. Taco Bell, I only downloaded that, that downloaded that app to get the free taco a week back in, you know, I think it was last last um it was last winter they did that. Pizza Hut, DoorDash, I don't no longer use them. I need to go through that and delete some of them. eBay, Parcel Track, that's my tracking um my tracking app. You're allowed to put up the three tracking numbers in here for free, but if you pay the 99 cent, not only will you be able to do more than three tracking numbers, you it'll sync across devices. So you sign in with your email address on one and then sign in on a second device. Whatever tracking number you put on the first device, it will show up on your second one. Um, Ibotta, that goes with my More Rewards app for my grocery store that's in town. Sam's Club, my T-Mobile Tuesdays app, they get some great deals. We always get MLB Premium for free. We get uh, uh, discounts on gas, things of that nature. Page three in the Apple, or not the Apple, but the shopping and finance folder. Oh, this, these are all my um, pay um, bill pay apps. So Alti Pro is where my, my paycheck comes and I can look at it or download a copy. U.S. Bank where I pay my mortgage. Well, it sounds good to say that. <laughs> Excel Energy is where I pay my energy bill. Um, my Spectrum, that's our ISP. Progressive, that's our car insurance. Push Pay is where I pay my tithes to my church. Uh, T-Mobile, where I check my account balance and all that good stuff. And the last page in this one is Skyward, where I can check my kids' grades and homework. Schoology, where I can make sure they're doing their homework. And, of course, I got a job search app in here. LabCorp, where I get labs done at my doctor's office. I can come in here and get my own results. I'm happy for them to call me. Uh, my chart, that's for my kids at their doctor's office. Same deal. I can email their doctor and um, ask questions. And TurboTax, that's, you know, obviously I have to file my taxes. PayPal, sending app, I don't even use that app no more. I don't even know it's still on here. Indeed Jobs, and that's it for my finance and communicate, or finance and uh, shopping folder. 
Oh, my media folder. This is one of my favorite folders. My first app up is Infuse. This is where I uh, watch movies. I mean, this app is also on my Apple TV. Maybe we'll do a podcast about what's on our Apple TV one day, too, because that's... Um, then we got Netflix, Hulu, Prime Video, AT&T TV. Just downloaded that yesterday. I'm ecstatic about having that app again. HBO Max, Pluto TV, a free streaming TV app with advertisements. Another one, Tubi, who was just, I think, actually, I think Fox bought them a couple of months ago. So I think they're getting some enhanced um, content. Then, of course, the native music app, Pandora, Play Music, which is Google Play. And that's page one. Uh, then I got the Apple TV app, the NBC app, Court TV, ESPN, MLB, and my, my cloud. P Cloud, The Goo, GarageBand, love that app, Clips, iMovie, VLC, and Bard. Um, let me go back to this The Goo app. Uh, P Cloud, actually. P Cloud is another online storaging app like Dropbox and iCloud. Of course, iCloud is king, but P Cloud, I like them for number one, they're 100% accessible. If I didn't use iCloud, that's the, that would be my go to service. Two, if you use it on your Mac or any iOS device, it doesn't take up storage on your device unless you download the content. And more times than not, I don't need to, I just need to view it. But on top of that, unlike Dropbox only giving you two gigabytes for free, they give you 10 gigabytes for free to start off. And for every person that you refer and accepts your invitation, you both get a gigabyte up to 20 gigabytes. So off the top, you can have 20 gigabytes without even paying a dime. And they do have some great um, lifetime plans too. Go to pcloud.com to check them out. Um, and again, I love I, I love iCloud, but there's no there's there's no reason why you can't have a backup, a reliable backup. All right, my next folder is my church folder. I got streaming uh, live streaming apps in here that I watch church and stuff on. So I got the TWN, that's the Word Network. I got CBN Family, Passion Church, the church that I go to when whenever we can get down to the city. Harvest, that is Greg Laurie. Check him out. He's a great pastor out in California. T.D. Jakes, down in Texas. Creflo Dollar, over there in Atlanta, Georgia. It's amazing. I know where all these people are. Um, Kevin Copeland Ministries. I think he's down in da- Dallas, right, Matt? I think he's down in Dallas. I think he is. I, I just unmuted there. I think you're right. Eagle Mountain International. I think it's, okay. I think it's Dallas. Then, of course, I got my Bible study apps, which is one. the first one I use is Bible Gateway. Um, I use Growth Track Radio also. That's a Christian radio app where they have um, live podcasts and worship services. Um, I got the Bible app, just like Matt, by um, Life Church, I think it is, or UVerse, actually. Um, then I got this thing called Memory Bible. My kids told me to download that. I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm assuming it's helping you memorize verses. Um, and that's it for the church uh, uh, folder. And my news folder. This is another folder that I love. Um, this is where I get all my Apple news and uh, push notifications and stuff like that. So my, my first one up is Cord Cutters News. That's a app that me and Matt, or a website that me and Matt both go to because it tells us all about the new streaming services, what's new, what's coming on certain services. I mean, they have some great articles. Cordcuttersnews.com. We'll check them out. Then, of course, I got the Apple Insider, 9 to 5 Mac, 
9 to 5 Toys. If you don't know what 9 to 5 Toys is, it's an actual website or app that I have on here that will give you push notifications or um, news on what's discounted as it relates to device or um, products. Like, you'll go on there, it'll say, um, hurry fast, you can get a Apple Watch Series 4 and um, $100 off today, punch in this code. So they'll give, they'll give you some great deals. Um, Mac Daily News, self-explanatory. I download blog. They mostly focus a lot on jailbreaking your device, but they do have some great articles on upcoming news and events, rumors, and stuff for Apple. I have the Google News app in here. Then I have the Apple News app. Then MusicCast, that's a app that I can connect to my, um, what's it called, Yamaha Soundbar, where I can play d- Apple Music directly to it or whatever the case may be. Then I got my Apple Support app, Apple Store, 100% accessible. And that's it for the news app. And my broadcast app. Give me one second here. So in my uh, broadcast folder, I have the Anchor app where I publish all my podcast. Well, I upload it there. They publish it for me. They do all the work. Thanks, Anchor. (laughs) Then I got Backpack where I do a lot of my editing because you can add music, sound effects, and um, change stuff on the fly. Um, Live now, Matt told me about this app. We're going to check it out and see what we can do to have live broadcasts and have you guys join in. Voice memos. Uh, Remind app. This is an app that we tried last um, training season that tended didn't work out the way we wanted it to, so it's so it's still here. Um, I got the podcast app. I listen to my podcast every now and again in there. Get me another listener. <laughs> Movie to audio. This is an app that if you listen to it or if you go into if you go grab a a video from your pictures or your photos app, it will strip just the audio out for you so you can use it for whatever you want. Um, Dabble, this is another app, the app that Matt has. I think it's really calmed down a lot because I've, I've popped in on it a couple of times and it really hasn't been that many people on there. So I think it was one of those honeymoon things. Um, Periscope, that, that's a Twitter, basically a Twitter live broadcasting app that we will talk about a little later, maybe in another podcast. It's basically, you can do live um, interaction on there and talk and question and answers, but it's not really accessible right now. So, um, um, Focus Eye 2, I think that's an audio editing app. Third Eye, um, that's it for the broadcasting folder. My utilities folder, just basic stuff, settings, Express VPN, that's, you know, a VPN app, Dropbox, online storage, Prismo, again, like Matt, I keep it so just in case there's a picture of um, some text I need. PDF Max Pro, it's another PDF editor. One password. I don't even know why I still have that because I use Keychain for everything now. Um, Briefcase Pro. Don't even ask me what it does. It was paid. It was free at the time, so I downloaded it. Um, this is the Documents um, app. I have never used it. I don't even know why I have it. Um, got the Kindle app. Keynote. Numbers. Pages. Obscura. I think that's a scanner app. Camera. Photo booth. Amazon Photos. I don't even know why I have that on here. Um, anyways, photos. Because <laughs> <laughs> I use Apple Photos for everything. Then I have Maps. Make Backup. Socratic. That's a Socratic is a a, um, a, a math 
uh, app, I think. Um, and and find my, of course, got to find my devices. Got a weather filter here. I guess I can tell you guys about what's in here because it's Dark Sky, which is a great app. It's very, it's accessible. It's a $3 app, but it's worth every penny. Now, I got this Weather Guys app and for those who haven't used this app, it's I think it's five bucks, but I'm gonna tell you it's worth it because the sound effects it gives you and the up to the minute um, precipitation and uh, chance of rain, it's a great app. I actually use it more than I use the actual native weather app that's on. And then I have AccuWeather. That's another. That's one that gives you up to the minute emergency um, uh, weather alerts. Then I have the shortcuts, which is not in the folder because I use it to go to websites and things. Then in my dock, I have messages, FaceTime, because these are the apps I use the most, Safari, files, and let me see, do I have a page two on here? Yeah, I do. Oh, I have a folder called Coloring Time, because I, uh, my daughter likes to use the Apple um, crayon on my iPad, even though she has her own. <laughs> I guess your daughter's not the only one who likes to take over your iPad. <laughs> I got Procreate. Tool, <laughs> sketchbook, paper, Art Studio Pro. I think that app was ten dollars. Color fee, and that was it for that folder. And what? Then I have the HomeKit folder. Ain't nothing in. I don't even have to open that one. That one has Eve. It has Hey or what does it have? It has Eve in there. Um, the Home folder, which is where I access all my home automation apps and stuff and the garage door opener that we currently own, which is called Mike. I have a sports app where I watch live sports that's in my area, and that is it. So that's all the stuff that's on my app. That didn't seem like 192 apps, but maybe it was. But um, uh, any apps you want to touch on that I went over? Because I, I did go a little fast. I think, um, I think you covered it well. I mean, I think we, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of apps and we'll certainly be happy to take questions if people send them into the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com or stir it up at iCloud.com. You know, you have an and app. Remember, stir a spell with a U because some people still right. spell it with an I. S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P. Yep. And so, you know, there's some apps that what we're seeing on the home screen may not be the full name of the app, but we'd be happy to share that with you if you send in the, you know, question to us. Uh, how we do things with certain apps, you know, all of those types of things. But no, I think we covered it, um, covered it pretty well, and it also shows uh, the difference. You know, totally personal preference. There's no right or wrong, but just the right. In, you know, in, in Cliff has kind of mirrored the device, the the apps on both. I've really gone through, and I mean, I used to do that, but now I've kind of you know gone through and said, okay, this app really makes sense on an iPhone but this one makes more sense on an iPad. And so I've not, you know, there's a lot of cases where you'll see one thing on one device versus another. So it's, it's neat that we have the, you know, those kinds of choices and those kinds of options. Right. I mean, you, you organize yours pretty much the same way I do. I just choose to put mine in folders. You have yours in pages. And another right. thing I think some people do is they just let all their apps be wherever. And then you spotlight. I'm not a real big fan of spotlight. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just one of those personal preference things. If I know where it's at, I just go to it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's all about how you want to organize your device. It's yours. You can put it the way you want to. I mean, if you want to have 340,000 apps, and I mean, I don't know if there's anybody who has that many apps, but if you do, I mean, your <laughs> device can definitely handle them because, I mean, Apple designed them that way because I think 
Tim Cook said back at the last keynote that they have over 2 million apps in the app store now, coming back from 2009. Yeah, I think you're right. So there's an app out there for just about everything. I mean, all you got to do is search search criteria. I mean, and Google Pay um, pays Apple for Google to be our default search engine. So if anything, push comes to shove, go to Safari. Search for, say, like, for instance, the other night, Matt was looking for an app that we could live stream for. I mean, it doesn't solve the problem, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. And he types in live stream on YouTube and that app comes up. I mean, that's all you need to do. If you, that if, if you, there's an app that you don't know what it does or what it can do, you know, email the developer, look at the description, read the reviews. The reviewers mostly tell the truth. I mean, I'm, I'm only saying mostly because I think some of them do kind of falsify things and make themselves look good. But I mean, that that's, a, that's a, you know, that's his personal opinion. But, yeah. you know, just, just do your research. And you'll right, find what right. you're looking for. Exactly. Other than that, then you know, if if you want the updates for each podcast, you I mean, like I said, we're both on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all those great pod- Overcasts, Google Play, you know, all those. But for all the updates that you want, just go to the tech um, ttjtech.net, and mine is stirredup.wordpress.com. And that's where you'll get all the updates and information if you don't hear from us on the podcast platform. But I mean, we more always, always update our blogs. So, yes, absolutely. All right. For Trainer Cliff, I mean, for Trainer Cliff, for Trainer Matt, <laughs> this is Trainer Cliff, and we will end this episode. All right, what a great podcast. We had students talk about the class. Me and Trainer Matt kicked it for a minute and talked about what's coming up next and what was on our iPad and, you know, what we got coming up for this next coming calendar year. We're going to remind you to go to stirredup.com. That's S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P.com. All the resources are there. The calendar, our how to connect with us on Periscope, Twitter, and Facebook. We even got a YouTube page, y'all. So check us out and listen often because we're here to stay. Thanks for joining us. And thanks to everybody who was on the show. This broadcast was brought to you. You know what I'm about to say. The Pit. Thank you.